How do you find and keep hope alive? I literally have tried all the drugs, all the sex, all the alcohol, all the running, everything, all the lies. Nothing has given me the peace and comfort that Jesus Christ has. I will find hope in what Jesus Christ did for me. Do we believe? This is what hope sounds like. Brenda here with you from Afternoons on the Light FM. Today we're going to be talking about hope and freedom from addiction. And the only freedom from addiction is through Jesus Christ. And we have a very special guest with us. He is all about freedom and real from addiction. Please welcome to the What Hope Sounds Like podcast, Christian artist Ben Fuller. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. Somebody (laughs) praise the Lord in here. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Welcome, Ben. Welcome. And Ben, I know that you have a powerful testimony to share. And one of the things that I studied about you and one of the things that you said You're like, I'm not in this to be popular. I'm in this to help people. So share your story with us, Ben. Yeah, wow. Um, I am, um, I think following Jesus has been the hardest uh, three years of my entire life. Um, And, you know, I, growing up in in Vermont, um, Vermont is 2% Christian. And so I never, I never went to church. I went to church for funerals and weddings. Um, I went to church maybe a couple of Easter Sundays, you know, and I, um, it's almost like that thing of like, if you don't know, you don't know. And so I never heard the gospel. I never heard a message preached. Um, And it was kind of passed down from my grandpa to my dad. And, and um, yeah, we just didn't go. And so it wasn't anybody's fault. Um, and I don't blame, you know, my parents or, or my grandparents for that. I, at a very young age, I just, I learned about hard work and growing up on a farm is I was the only son. And so my dad really leaned on me for a lot of things. And, um, you know, it was hard. It was really hard. And I won't lie, you know, 16 years old, I was ready to kill myself. Um, I just had reached a point of, we just kept arguing and arguing and butting heads. And I was like, this isn't working. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that, that statement of like, you see your life flash before your eyes. I literally saw the funeral. I saw the line out the door. I saw my mom, my mom find me. Like I saw all these things and like, I couldn't, the thought of all that, I just couldn't, I couldn't go through with it. So I, you know, 18 years old, introduced to sex and alcohol and cocaine. Mm -hmm. And it just turned into this gigantic using and running away bender for for my whole life, to be honest. And so um, music has always been therapeutic for me. Music has always been the answer. Um, I turned to to so much music throughout the years. Um, And what's just incredible is that God used music to pull me in, to ultimately pull me to him. Um, And yeah, and so 2018, I moved to Nashville to to do the country music thing. Yeah, Yeah, I was just like, there was a question that kept coming up. Is this it? I'm like, have I made it? Have I, is this, is this really, is this what it, what I'm here for? Um, Long story short, I just was drinking and driving every night, you know, um, from downtown to Cool Springs where I live it just was this repetitive thing. And I just got, I was so tired Mm -hmm. of the life and, uh, 32. Anyway, I, I got this phone call in 2019 from a family from Vermont 
that God, a family of seven, which is crazy, but God picked this family up and moved them to Nashville and to follow. They felt like Jesus was calling them to, uh, you know, the Lord was calling them to, to Nashville. So they call me out of the blue and they say, hey, we know that we've only met a couple of times. I used to landscape with their son for a short season. And do you want to come over for dinner? And I was like, sure. You know, like what? Sure. I'm sick of ramen noodles and I I could go for a good home cooked meal. And uh, so I, I went over there for dinner and it was a fall of 2019. And it was a Saturday night and they asked me, do you want to come to church with us in the morning? And, um, I've always loved people, right. You know, just because of my addiction, I was a functioning addict. I could put it down during the weekdays and work and I could, I could go get high every single week and I could put it down, but I was always, I always loved people, right. I always had a love in my heart for people. And so I said, sure, you know, I said, whatever, what's it going to do, you know? And, um, it was the music, you know, church of the city, Franklin, Tennessee, 3000 people. And God used the music. And I'll never forget hearing, um, I just saw him last weekend, John Reddick. John Reddick. Was on stage because he leads worship at Church of the City. Chris McClarney was on stage. And I heard the music and the auditorium doors were wide open. And I'll never forget, I just, I left the family I was with and I beelined it for the doors and I stood in the aisleway and I heard the voice of God. And he said, I gave you your voice and now you're going to sing for me. And it was the music. It was like this music that I just couldn't, I, I, I it like went into my heart and it didn't come out. And it was just like, I don't know. I had this overwhelming feeling that I was going to sing this kind of music forever and ever. And there was nothing that was going to come in between that. And so all of a sudden within two months, you know, it's like it all happened. And you asked earlier if I'd gone to celebrate recovery or if I'd gone to AA or NA or any of those. And, and, and the answer is I attended a couple of those, but um, the, the real reason um, for, for my sobriety is Jesus. Amen. And I, I laid it all down at the foot of the cross right there. And I said, take, I got mad at God. I said, take the alcohol, take the sex, take the cocaine, take all these things. And I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And within two months, you know, I was drinking 17 beers a night and, um, it just went from 12 to eight to six to two to like, I'm good. Um, and honestly, the hardest part for me was um, hearing from my friends and everybody like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And so like, that was the hardest thing for me to get over because I was melting inside. And all of a sudden, all my friends are watching this transformation. Like, bro, you aren't even swearing anymore. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, you don't want a beer. And, and, and honestly, that was the hardest thing for me was, was, um, when I said yes to Jesus, I was very lonely Yeah. to be honest with you. And, um, there are still are times and I'm surrounded by people that love Jesus now. And it's just amazing, but there are still are times I think about that, you know, and I look back on where I've come from and I'm just amazed and it's really beautiful. And it also is like, I relive some of those moments. I'm just like, wow, like he has really pulled me out of, of my old life and, um, rolled my conscience out on a red carpet. And I just can't, I, I can't lie anymore. I have to spill the, you know, spill, spill my guts about my truth. And I still deal with lust. I yeah. still deal. I'm 35 and, and waiting on my wife. I still deal with depression. 
I still deal with all these things. And it's like, that's real talk, you know, between, between you and me. And so, um, I, just because people see that I've been saved and changed doesn't mean the temptations aren't there. Doesn't mean I still don't go through stuff and feel, um, uh, in, in, insignificant at times, you yes. know, or like my voice isn't good enough. Like that's crazy. The things that I, you know, so awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. So I'm hanging. <laughs> that's so awesome. So yeah. if there's an addict listening right now, talk to them about your struggles and how Jesus helps you get from, you know, the day that you struggle, even though that you're, you're a sober, you're sober. Now you're recovering now. How does Jesus help you through those moments of struggling, let's say with lust or with alcohol? I've been having some talks with some people recently, um, some people that are on the fence. Um, you know, my brother-in-law is four months uh, clean and sober. And he's, he's, um, he's really, he's looking at this thing from the outside going, what is this? And I, I don't know, but I know the drinking was bad. And, you know, one of the most incredible things that he told me um, uh, about a month ago to maybe even, maybe even halfway through this four month thing at his two month mark, he said, he said, nobody ever asked me how my partying is going. Wow. Nobody ever asked me how the drinking is going. And, 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 but everybody's checking in with me and asking me about my sobriety. Everybody's saying, wow, I wish I had the guts to do that. Everybody's saying, dang, I wish I could change like that. I'm drinking too much, man. That's, good for you. Look better. Wow. Good, good, good for you. That's amazing. And so he said, I'm blown away by the support of the onlookers. And I think that that's what I would say is somebody, um, somebody might need to hear that today is that, is that you don't realize how many people care about you and you don't realize how many people are watching and how many people are going to come out of the woods to tell you, dang, man, I've been seeing the change and the transformation in you. And it's beautiful and it's powerful. And I want it. And that's what it is because they see Jesus in you and they see Jesus shining in you and they go, I want that too. I want to look like that too. And they, and they, and I have people ask me, how do I, you know, how do I get that? How do I ask him for yourself? That's all I did was just ask. And I genuinely said, Jesus, help me. I don't believe in you. I don't know you. I've never seen you but I'm asking for your help. And that's all I had to say was confess with my mouth, right? And believe in my heart. And that's what the Bible tells us. And so I don't, you know, as a new believer, I don't understand um, scripture that well. I'm just learning. I'm opening the Bible every morning and I'm just saying, Lord, um, what do you want to say to me? And I feel so goofy doing it sometimes. I feel so silly. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. But yeah. John 6, this has become my, this has become my, my verse. John 6, Jesus is talking about everybody that's gone astray, everybody that's taken different paths and different roads. And he looks at his 12 disciples and he said, are you guys going to go too? Mm-hmm. And Peter, Peter, I just love Peter because he reminds me so much of myself, the times I deny, and I still deny Jesus. Would you believe that? I've denied him to people. I've, I've, I've turned the other cheek. And when someone brings up something, I, I've walked away from conversations. Wow. Peter says to Jesus, my Lord, to whom else shall we go? Yeah. That killed me mm. when I read that. And I only read this a month ago and I, and it killed me. And I read it probably 20 times. And I couldn't believe when I thought to myself, I've got nobody else to go to. I literally have tried all the drugs, 
all the sex, all the alcohol, all the running, everything, all the lies. Nothing has given me the peace and comfort that Jesus Christ has. And it's, I have so many questions. It is such a mystery to me, but I believe that that mystery is what keeps me coming back for more. And that's, what's beautiful too, is that Jesus wants you to keep going back to him. He doesn't care about where you've been or what you've done. He wants you to just go to him and continue to learn and continue to grow. And I just think that's so wonderful that you're out there. You're sharing your story. You're writing music about it. You, um, you wrote that song, um, other plans. Mm. And I love that because you say that God has other plans for you. Like you, there was a time when you were 16 years old where it was 16, I believe, where you wanted to commit suicide. Can you walk us through that part of your life? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not an easy, it's it's not an easy time and and suicide is not an easy topic. Um I have, you know, <laughs> I've been learning how to be more and more honest and more and more real um every single day that time in my life was super dark and I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know that he was with me the whole time. And so that's what I would say to that 16 year old that's watching right now is that he's with you and you have no idea um, that he's protecting you from things that he's with you right now. And um, all you got to do is talk to him and all you got to do is ask him. And it's okay if you feel crazy because I do, I feel crazy every single day, every single day. Um, Yeah. And so that was a, that was a super, really, really dark time, but I'm, I'm so grateful that God had other plans for my life. And those other plans are to tell the story, um, of that struggle and to tell the truth of that struggle that I didn't understand that I didn't know I was loved at that time. Um, and he saved me out of that so that I could tell this story. Like Paul said, And I picture this so many times when I go back to that story is Paul was chained in prison, right? He was chained to the wall. And and he said in there, it's to your benefit that I stay here and preach the gospel in hopes to save some. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that's what this is. That's what my story has allowed. That's what I feel like I'm doing that. I'm here in hopes to save some. Would you bet that I'd like to die and be with my Lord and Savior and feel no pain and go to glory? You bet. You bet. There are days that I struggle and days that I'm just like, man, take me, you know, take me home, Lord. And he goes, nope, I'm not done with you yet. I'm here and you're here and you need to keep telling your story until I say so. And that's, Amen. that's why I'm, that's why I'm here. And I've been meeting so many beautiful people that, um, and here's the beautiful thing. When I tell my story, it gives you permission to tell yours. Yes. And you tell your story, it gives somebody else permission to tell theirs. It just turns into a chain reaction. Yes. For the person who is struggling, can you just talk to them right now and just tell them what they can do to get through this moment of struggle? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I was uh, struggling last night, to be honest. And um, I go through so much where, I'm like, shoot, am I ever gonna, am I ever gonna get married? I'm ever gonna find a wife. Um, should I just give in? Should I just um, give up? Um, and I, and that's real talk. And so I'm just, I'm so thankful that um, <laughs> I just literally open my Bible and I just start reading. And I've got this prayer book, this Puritan prayer book that I just open and I start reading. And, um, for some, 
odd reason, he always, you know, you hear those cliche stories. He's, he never stops working. He's always working. He's always there. And it's like, for some weird reason, this peace comes over me yeah. and I just, I, I feel his presence and yes. I trust again yes. because I know. And, and here's the thing is that I'm only saying this because I still fully don't understand how it all works, yeah. but I just open up the, that book and I ask for his help and I beg him for his help and he shows up yeah, one way or another. Somehow, <laughs> I don't know. It's always different, Yeah. but that's what I would say to yeah. the person that's struggling right now is like, as a believer, as a man who sings about Jesus Christ, yes. if you would have asked me this three years ago, I would have laughed in your face. Right. I would have laughed in your face and said, leave me alone. Mm. Bible thumper, leave me. Yeah. And I am sold out for Jesus now yeah. and sing about him for a living Woo! and still don't quite understand yeah. how all this is working. I still can't put my finger on it. And so yeah. let that be an encouragement. Let yeah. that be a light to you that me right here, right now still can't. Uh, I, I'm not any better than you. I'm not any holier than you. Yeah. I'm not any more righteous than you, that you have been made clean, just like me. Yes. And all you have to do is just step into that and just own that and just ask yeah. him for help and just know, you know, and this is like such a cheesy plug, but know that you're a child of the most high God. Yeah. And that's just what it is. That's and you've just got to say it. I'm a child of the most high God. And yes. you just got to, you've got to just say it out loud. And I yeah. say it. And that's why God gave me that song. Cause he knew that I would need an anthem and he knew that I would need to announce that because I'd be in some really, really low valleys. Yeah. I'd be in some really tough places. Yep. Yep. Okay. I would feel insignificant. I would feel like my voice is not good enough. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. I've been in those places, but I yeah. just announce it. Mm -hmm. I believe it. I believe you, Lord. I believe you. And I was saying that this morning, yeah. Lord, I believe it. I believe it. I believe you. Lord, I believe it. I believe it. I believe you. I was just saying that as I was walking through loud. the halls of the house and I'm just like saying it out loud. Lord, I believe you. Help me, help me, help me believe you. Seeking you will find, seeking you yeah. will find. And I Amen. love that. How can we get in touch with you? How can we get in touch? How can, how can anybody get in touch with you, follow you, all that good stuff? If they have a question. Um, I'm having a problem keeping up with all my the messages and stuff. I do my best to try to keep up with it all. I, 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 I uh, love responding to people and I love talking um, and praying with people. Um, but yeah, Instagram, uh, it's just Ben D Fuller. David is my middle name. It's Ben D Fuller, Ben Fuller. If you type in on Instagram and then Ben Fuller music on Facebook. Um, and then Ben Fuller official.com is the website. We've got all the tour date stuff and I'm, nice. I'm, I'm grateful and I'm, I'm excited to, to be, to be doing this and, and to be shouting it's amazing. You keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Have a great time. And thank you so much for sharing your raw story with us. And whoever's listening right now and watching this, share your story. Let's keep the chain going like Ben Fuller said. So amen. You're the best. And why don't you pray us out of this thing? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Father God, I just want to say thank you so much for pulling Ben and I out of our darkness. Holy Spirit, thank you so much for just reaching down into the darkness of our lives and pulling us out for such a time as this, Lord, so that we can share your story. 
So Lord, I just ask you to just continue to strengthen our voices so that we can tell people about you. Continue, Lord, through this podcast, through Ben's music, through his travels, through the radio show and the Light FM, Lord God, use us to tell people it's okay if you're messed up. Jesus still loves you. We can get through this together. So Lord God, we just ask you to continue to bless us so we can grow the kingdom for you and let those people in the dark know you love them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.